Welcome back, everybody. This is another edition of Matt Goes to the Movies, where today is Sonic the Hedgehog, a movie I was really excited about when it was announced. A lot of negative backlash to the initial trailer, but somehow a movie that, in my opinion, turned out very good. And not just by video game standards, because as... I'm sure anybody who listens to this show knows that video game movies have not had the greatest track record, but this manages to be not only a good video game adaptation, but a good movie in my mind as well. So I'm really excited to to talk about this movie and potentially hear listeners' thoughts on this. So if you're a first-time listener to the show, welcome. Welcome. hope this episode will get you to listen to more of them and if you've been listening to the show thank you uh always appreciated and let's get started with this one so like i said sonic the hedgehog uh, for me is a character that i always identified with a lot more than like mario and that's part of the reason why i was really excited for this movie because one of like my coolest memories as a kid was getting a Sega Genesis on Christmas with Sonic the Hedgehog, um, you know, with the bundle, with the system. And when I was growing up, it was just me and my mom. Um, She took care of me, did, you know, everything that I needed. So we stayed up until like three in the morning playing Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, You know, as a kid, it was just such a cool day. It's Christmas and, you know, I'm getting the Sega Genesis and Sonic the Hedgehog and, you know, staying up, you know, till three in the morning because I was very young at that time. Um, So it was just really cool. And I always really identified with Sonic and just really liked that character and liked the video games, regardless of, you know, whether or not they were good. A lot of them turned out to be bad. So when this movie was announced, like a lot of people, though, I was pretty taken back by the character design of Sonic when it first happened and the trailer released and it received a lot, a lot of negative feedback. Um, it actually pushed the movie back three months because they went back and redesigned Sonic. And I can say this is an instance where stuff like this normally doesn't happen, but the negative backlash from the fans you know, forcing the studio to redesign Sonic resulted in a much better design. It was fantastic. Um, It's almost crazy to think about how if you can go and look at the before and after pictures of the first release Sonic image and then what we got in the movie, it's kind of crazy to think that the studio went with the first design and how that wasn't just you know, internally, like, wow, this doesn't work. We need to do something different, but we got him changed. He looks fantastic. The movie came out and as it turns out, I'm not the only one who thinks that it's a good movie. It at that time and still to this day, the biggest opening weekend for a video game film in the United States and Canada uh, gross 319 million worldwide was the sixth highest grossing film of 2020. Um, obviously, we all know in 2020 we were hit with the pandemic. So who knows if, you know, how that would have stuck at six. But the main point is people enjoyed this movie. And I'd like to get into some of the reasons why I think people enjoyed it, why I enjoyed it. 
Um, first and foremost, I thought it was a comeback of sorts for Jim Carrey. I've always been a fan of his. I like his stuff. Um, I even like the number 23, which was a different role for him. I thought he was very good in it. I know the film didn't get a lot of great reception, but I liked it. I like Ace Ventura. You know, I like Dumb and Dumber, things like that. Uh, Dumb and Dumber 2 obviously was, uh, well, I shouldn't say obviously, because somebody listening to this show might really like that movie. And if you do, good for you. Um, I'm sure there's movies that I get entertainment out of that some people would not. So um, unfortunately for me, Dumb and Dumber 2 was terrible. And it was, you know, too little too late. And I thought it was a terrible performance by Jim Carrey. So to see him back and see him in this role, I thought he nailed it as Dr. Robotnik. He was incredibly funny. And it was cool, too, at the end. He gets a little bit more, you know, accurate look, especially with the sequel being announced. Hopefully we get to see him as a true Dr. Eggman. Um I think that would be great, but I really like Jim Carrey in this movie. I thought it was a great bounce back performance in my eyes from what I had last seen him in. So I, I thought he was a great addition to this movie. We also had James Marsden, who, if listeners of this show know him, he is maybe best known for his role as Cyclops in the original X-Men trilogy. I loved him as Cyclops, even though he did not get a lot of screen time. I've liked this actor for a very long time. Uh, he's in a movie called The Loft, which I highly recommend. I thought he was fantastic in that. And I just like him as an actor in general. And I thought he was very good in this. He was believable. His, you know, wanting to go out and you know, do better, go to a bigger town. He's in law enforcement. I, I liked it. I thought it was a believable story. I thought it was a character you could get behind. And I liked him as well. I I've always liked him. So it was cool to see him in this movie. You know, you have some other supporting cast too, who really did a really good job. I thought the townspeople were really good. I really liked, uh, forgive me, I cannot remember her name, but uh, when they go to visit the sister in San Francisco, I thought she was pretty funny, limited screen time, but um, I thought she was very good in this movie. And I like the human characters. Usually in these movies, the human characters are really bad. And that's usually what brings down a movie like this. But in this, I thought the human characters added levity. I thought they added a realness. They were people that you could get behind and believe their story. And, you know, root for these main characters and what they wanted to accomplish with their life and hopefully that they get it. So I really applaud this movie for having human characters that the audience could get behind. And then you have Sonic, who, again, it's animated for him, but what a great representation of Sonic. I thought it was incredibly faithful the action scenes when they had them were very, very well done. The use of slow motion. Um, we've seen it used in X-Men Days of Future Past to what I would say perfection with Quicksilver. Uh, the bar scene in this movie was 
almost a mirror image, so to speak, of that cafeteria scene in Days of Future Past. But I thought they did very well with these effects. The special effects were top-notch. The slow motion, everything worked in this movie. Sonic was funny. There's little nods to the video game when he gets his red shoes. I absolutely loved it. I thought that was like a really cool feel-good moment. And like I said, I've always identified with Sonic more than I've identified with some of the other huge characters in this universe. But, well, I say universe and I mean video game universe. So I really, really enjoyed hearing the the music from the Sonic video game. It's just, again, I, I was so taken back. I watched this movie three times now. Uh, and every single time I have a great experience with it, which is very rare because most of these video game movies, you just, I, I can't watch them back because they try so hard to be good and they're so terrible that it's just, it's rough to, to watch them because it's just like, wow, you have such good source material. And you just, you miss the layup, so to speak, to use a sports term. And it's hard to go back and watch those. But with this, I can go back, I can watch this movie, I can enjoy it. I'm incredibly, incredibly excited for a sequel. There's Tails, uh, Knuckles is rumored to be involved, like I said, seeing Jim Carrey come back, hopefully, and getting an even more accurate representation of uh, Dr. Eggman would be amazing seeing what they bring to the table with maybe some new action scenes and the technology would be like, I am really hyped to see a sequel. I know there's been some shots out lately that look pretty interesting and some news that maybe, um, you know, the rock is going to voice knuckles, which would be actually pretty darn cool i mean the guy is everywhere and even though it would be a voice acting role anything that he touches automatically goes up at the box office so it would be cool to see him involved in this project hopefully bringing maybe more eyes to it which would in turn have good box office results or when this movie is supposed to release whatever the box office may be at that time but get good critical reception and hopefully maybe continue this universe. I'd like to see where they go um, further than a sequel to Sonic. I think there's a lot there that they could explore. There's certainly branch offs um, with characters and, you know, video games that Sonic has released with like Sonic Unleashed and things like that, that they could go a lot of different directions with the Sonic franchise. And I'd really like to see it based off the first movie. So again, I mean, it would really depend on how the second one does, uh, you know, critically, financially, depending on what that will look like by the time the movie is released. So I would enjoy it. But what would listeners think? You know, I'd be really curious to know, you know, what did listeners of this show think of Sonic the Hedgehog? Did you like it? I know there were some complaints that the story felt rather generic, and I think, in a way, it is. It's a very generic story. It's a very 
just down to earth cookie cutter story. But I think for this first movie, it worked very well. And like I said, you can branch off and start to expand the scope of this world. But for this first movie, I thought it was important to just lay down the character of Sonic in her introduce him, so to speak, to, you know, audiences and maybe people and kids who don't really know Sonic the Hedgehog because he hasn't had the best of luck in video game releases recently. So I think they needed something a little bit simpler to introduce the, introduce this character and have people care about him, have kids like him, and maybe go back and maybe look at some Sonic games. Um, so I think they made the right decision in making this story somewhat of a simplistic one. But I'd love to hear your thoughts on that and where you would like the Sonic universe to go. So as always, you can leave your comments in the episode link. You can leave them on Facebook, on Instagram. Uh, we have a YouTube page here for Matt Goes to the Movies and email. Now, the email is copied in the link, but the email is simple. It's just the show's name broken down. So Matt Goes to the Movies, the email address is m gttm podcast at gmail.com again though that link is there let you know let me know what you think about this review and if you're a continuing listener you know go back and review other episodes tell me what you'd like to see going forward and if you're a new listener you know tell me what you like about this episode what you don't like what you'd like to see in the future if you want to come back and listen to more i always like the feedback always appreciate it and i've got more stuff coming down the pipeline if you do listen to the show like i've talked about i have mondays with rob and harrison from the basement binge we do falcon and the winter soldier which coming up this monday is the last episode really sad about that cuz that's been a blast to do we have an actual on April 30th is the one year anniversary of this show. And we'll be recording a star Wars episode that actually encompasses all nine movies of the Skywalker saga. And that will be with Rob and Harrison. That is super exciting. I'm really looking forward to that. Cause I know we all have, you know, very, you know, for us, a deep and emotional connection to star Wars. So it'll be really great to see how we feel. We certainly have some varying thoughts on certain star Wars movies. So it'd be really great to just kind of, you know, dig in and talk about why we like ones, why we don't like them. What's our favorite parts of these movies. So nine movies will be really interesting to dissect uh, in one episode, but I'm looking really forward to it. So once again, thank you for listening. Click all the links in, you know, the episode description that you'll see here at the bottom and look forward to bringing more episodes.